Hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm Brendan, and I got Mike here, uh-huh. and I got Dom. Yep. And in this week's episode, episode 59, we talk about Dom's ashes. There you go, Mike. I said ashes, all right? You happy now? Well, now you can see... Now you said it twice, or... I, I didn't. I didn't. You'll find out soon enough that okay. I didn't. We um, talk oh my God. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. We talk about a bunch of things, but most importantly, we talk about my travels with the Switch, going to Colorado, uh, what Mike and Dom did while I was gone, and the current state of VR and what Mindtrack VR is bringing to that arena. Um... This episode of the podcast was sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you find yourself in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make, on, make sure to head on down to Higgins and Square and get yourself some delicious fatties. And you can look for them on social media at Goodnight Fatty. And as always, you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, on Twitter at PassController, and on Instagram at Pass underscore the underscore controller. You can find us at twitch.tv slash passcontroller. You can find me at bgroom, this guy at underscore michaelpath, and Dom doesn't care. And enjoy this week's episode, episode 59, Mind Trek VR. This is Mike. Much more uncomfortable. Uh, this seat. Why? Because Dom was sitting here. I am sitting here. Yeah, Dom. Oh, he was sitting over there. He was sitting over there. Like you're sitting in his remnants. That's a weird way of putting it, but... Why is that a weird way of putting it? I, I don't know. I mean, remnants like to dom dissolve into your chair and like are these ashes? I mean, he may have. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. You are also just like blind, I guess. How am I blind? I I'm very well aware Dom was still here. Okay, just so we're clear. I mean, he hasn't talked yet, so the people listening might think he's actually gone. And I'm building a terrible alibi for myself? Don't do it the entire time. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Great job. Anyways. Hope you're proud of yourself. So, Dom, how you been? <laughs> nope. We've, we've lost Dom. No, we can't do this the whole episode. Just... Oh, you'd be surprised. No, but we're not going to do it, so. Alright. Well. I will say, Mike's wearing sweatpants outside of his house right now. He never does that. I never do that, but you were, I was, I mentioned to you before, I said, I don't know when I should wear sweatpants, and you're like, you can wear sweatpants whenever. So I put on the sweatpants now, I feel like it was a bad time. No, I mean, you look fucking relaxed. Like, I'm jealous, like, I want sweatpants. Okay, but you know what I don't want? I don't want Dom to touch me ever again. I thought Dom wasn't here. Oh, no, I, I know Dom's here. The ghost of Dom is, is here? Dom's remnants are touching you right now? <laughs> okay, I'm sitting somewhere else. No, you're not, you're here. You're here. Like Deal it. with it. Uh, oh, Mike's getting extra cozy right now. He's taking no. a sweatshirt. Mike's getting extra toasty. Uh, yeah, you're wearing like three. You're I'm wearing, wearing, I'm wearing, wearing layers. Layers. Why are you wearing a lot of clothing? Because it was sort of chilly outside. Is it still cold out? I mean, I feel obviously I could probably stand to wear better clothes for the current climate. These might be the worst two minutes of our podcast. Oh, God. No, it's trash. <laughs> no, this is great. No, I, I know it's garbage. I was just trying to get Dom to talk. Now we know Dom's here. No. So when Tom, Dom disappears later, no. we're all we're in the clear, Mike. We, people won't make it to two minutes to find no. out that I'm here. So that uh. whole fucking remnant talk, like maybe it's Dom's ashes that you're sitting in. You, I didn't say ashes. You did say, I said, ashes. I did say I, ashes. I literally all it said was remnants. No, no you and said then ashes. he said ashes after that, Mike. 
Bring it back. No, I didn't. Bring it back. You, you absolutely <laughs> 100% did not. You but anyways, we're did. elongating this stupid okay. conversation. Don't worry. Brandon will be the one person to listen to this later on and be like, oh, shit, I did say ashes. Yeah. And you won't have to get very far to realize that he's running either. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Wonderful. So, it's been a, it's been a while, but... Uh, been a while since what? I don't know. Been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. Left now this episode's getting taken down. Perfect. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. I don't think, uh... <laughs> Nate Dawson's going backwards? Yeah. No. Somebody, somebody that has the rights to that music and likes money. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I know. Um, Aaliyah, oh, wait, no. Yeah, we already, we already discussed that, <laughs> that the, they're not getting through the first two minutes to find that. So. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many people listen to the show. You would be I, surprised. And you would also be surprised, Dom, that... I'm, I'm that fine with people listening the to the show, The episodes start like this, this more often than not. Yeah, I don't think well, so. Last week, Mike, what did we talk about? Do you remember? Because I do, and it was bad. Um, Louis C.K. jerking off. We did. For a while. That was a thing that was happening. <laughs> does anyone want to listen to that for five minutes? It went on for like seven minutes. It was a long discussion. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's in the news. Yep. It is in the news. It's what's hot. It's topical. Just like Mike's sweatpants. You, you look cozy. I am jealous. I'm very jealous of your. Right, let's go back to talking about my remnants. Yeah. Okay. So, first of all, how is that a thing for a person that's entirely intact? Oh, my. Can I have your laptop? No. Uh, no yeah. laptops. What are you doing laptops for? Because I didn't get to look at the, the dealios on the laptop. Yet. We can do it after. I mean, I can do it while we're talking. You're not going to talk. That's the problem. I wasn't talking for the first two minutes. Oh, my this. God. So I've been talking for the last two minutes. All yeah, right. Well, you got to keep it up. Two on, two on. You got to keep it up for the next 58. Um, so. That's what she said, right? <laughs> yeah, you were saying, Brandon, about you, the uh, the you guys, show. you guys go on for that long? Hmm? No, my, mine's the first two minutes, if that. I go fifty eight seconds. <laughs> oh, okay. someone was tuning in late. This would be a really funny way to come into the podcast. Oh, I can only go two minutes. I go fifty eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the way that podcasts work. I don't think the way that podcasts work are. It's like. Oh, it's already running. Let me just let me decide to tune in now. Like, that's not how it works. You're coming to us live. Oh, there's a lot popping up on your screen. Oh yeah, because I was like, Mike, was doing, Mike was doing a lot of things. Researching. What are you researching, Mike? How to fix my goddamn laptop? Hey, what's wrong with your laptop? So I upgraded to Windows 10, and I was doing that because the graphics card. Whenever I tried updating it, uh, the screen would stop working. So I'm like, maybe if I update to Windows 10, things will start working out fine. Now it, like, still doesn't want to play well with the graphics card, and it becomes, like, a whole thing. Uh, I don't want to bore you. Is this a good laptop? Like, it looks like a garbage laptop. It's, like, an alright laptop. My coworker just, like, gave it to me because she was like, I'm moving, but it's a gaming laptop, and I don't want to keep this shit anymore. I was like, alright, I'll take it. I, w- I wish I could sometimes just be Mike, where it's like, yeah, here's a laptop. I don't want it, so you can just have it. Yeah, I was like, alright, sure. But anyways... So, what have you guys been up to? I mean, I was away for a while, but, uh... What? I mean, fans of the podcast would see that we went to, uh... <laughs> the Wilbur Theater to see our friends from, uh... How Did This Get Made? And how was that? Mike didn't tag you in it. Because I wasn't there. So, it was hilarious. No, he didn't tag Dom in it. Oh. Yeah, Mike oh. doesn't tag people in it. Dom wasn't there either. Yeah. His remnants were there. I don't, I don't like, uh... 
don't know. Maybe Dom doesn't want people to know that he was there. That's uh-huh. true. That's true. That's a good point. Maybe Dom's trying to... Tag me that guy Fieri thing. Keep, keep on the Yeah, low. because you needed to know that there was a Guy Fieri pub crawl. All three of you needed Wait, to know. there's a Guy Fieri pub crawl? Yes. Oh, that, well, that's what happens when you tag me. I don't pay attention. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, how was how did this get made? Oh. Hilarious. That is a podcast worth listening to. There you go. There you go. <laughs> this episode not sponsored by How Does Get Made, but they have our full support, and you should check them out. Actually, if you're listening to this podcast, you stop should just it. stop Play listening. <laughs> well, at this point, at this point, seven minutes in, I've already got your play. So yeah, go ahead. You can turn it off and go. Yeah, over you there. can come back if you want to, but it's not necessary. It doesn't run on anything. So how much can I see the rest of? Uh... How was it, Mike? It was hilarious. What did, what did I just tell you? What was the movie that it was? This is the uh, Second Sight. Really? Did you guys both? Oh, I know Dom watched it. Did you actually watch I it? I watched it. You pulled it off? Yeah, Didn't I, you stay at my house late the night you were supposed to watch it? I know, it? and then I went home and I had to watch it. And I didn't oh, yeah, it was, it was on the one. episode of the podcast. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, you were. You called. Oh, that's yeah, right. I forgot Dom called into that. We should do that more often. No. We should. We absolutely no. should. No. We absolutely should. I'm not just phone it from now. Don't. We're gonna, we'll set up a number. For my and we'll, we're going to record this day if you want to be on the podcast. Give us a ring a ding. No. <laughs> not a thing. Give us a dad and brother call right now. No. No one's calling. That's not what we're doing here. We're not a phone oh, call podcast. Don't worry. I'll oh, call okay. them. Andy Cohen does it. Yeah, but we're not Andy Cohen. We're not watch what happens live, all right? We're watch what happens recorded on a Friday night. I think he does like the uh, Saturday. No one no, needs to know he, that. Well, I mean, maybe he does that too. Because I watched, I saw Mulaney the other day, and he did a bit, and you mentioned it's Andy Friday, Cohen. Friday, Friday. Uh, like, like the Real Housewife things, like when they do a reunion. I think he hosts those. Yes, Andy Cohen's like the mayor of Bravo. Oh. Oh. Yeah, what are we even talking about right now? What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know. You knew who Andy Cohen was. Oh, there yeah, it is. Yeah, who doesn't know who Andy oh, Cohen is? He's, he's a pretty famous individual. Self-respecting human beings. Anyways. Anyway, you were saying... So, how, how was the, pod, how was the live podcast? It was, it was a good show. Well, I don't think I'll make it eight minutes in. Um, you know, June wasn't there, but they had someone else sub in. Uh, we all had a good laugh. You should not watch Second Sight. Why? It was an awful movie. Oh, I mean, I didn't plan on it, but yeah. I didn't, but you you, you should probably that was very pointed. Like probably, it was like you specifically don't watch that. Yeah, you might as well just watch it. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna watch it. There's a lot of things I have to watch. I don't think I'm gonna cut that in front of a bunch of things. Speaking of watching things, have either of you started The Punisher? No, I have not. No, I'm busy. I I still have to finish Stranger Things. Mike, what? Ugh, Michael. Get out, Michael. This is well. This is the Stranger Things spoiler cast episode. What are you doing? We're gonna talk about Stranger Things. Dokes dies. Mm-hmm. Um, Dexter like ties people up. I was hoping you would pick other shows. To I was spoil, I was literally I was li- I was literally Dexter. going to, and then I just my brain stopped working. So no, like I'm gonna stick with Dexter. Uh, all right, Spokes dies. Legitimate spoiler. Dexter ties things up. That's the premise of the show. Uh, Dexter. That's just the name of the protagonist and the show. He has a lab too, and a sister. Really annoying. One of those things is a different show. One of those things applies to both shows. <laughs> Facts. Anyways, uh, you figure it out. Which one's which? But figure it out. Also, a show is on Nickelodeon. Facts. Facts. But that show. Um, none of those other shows were on Nickelodeon. Are you afraid of the dark? Coming back. Is it be being made into a movie? Oh. With the director of something important. Something important. Okay. Was it it? Oh, you know what? I think I did yes, see that. It and something else. 
uh, Annabelle or something. That makes sense. Hmm. That could be interesting. These are facts. Not really, not really intrigued, but... Uh, but while you guys were at How Did This Get Made, I was in Colorado with Todd, and surprisingly, Todd didn't have to get Liam the entire time we were there. Oh, God, where is he now, then? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Flying a plane. Oh, boy. But I, I do... I will say that taking my Switch on my travels with me, mm-hmm. it's... Making a very strong case for the Switch being possibly one of the best consoles ever made, simply because I could beat Mario on the plane. Like, a fantastically perfect masterpiece game of console-worthy game Mm -hmm. that I got to play on a plane and collect my power moves. It's pretty. It's it's pretty remarkable. Did now? Here's here's the real question, because coming up on this trip, you were like freaking out, like, "Oh God, what am I gonna do? How did the battery work out for you?" So I had it fully charged when I left in the morning, and I got a majority of the way through the flight, and it got until like ten or fifteen percent, and then I plugged it into my power brick, but. The wattage or the amperage on my brick will only hold the charge. It won't actually charge it up. So I was like, nah, I've been playing for like a couple of hours at this point. I'll take a break. So I could have just kept playing, but there was maybe like an hour left of the flight. Yeah. So it it did its job. I would definitely, if I have to start traveling more, I would uh, invest in a higher amperage charger and my Switch would be my buddy. But, I mean, it allowed me to knock out the main story of Mario and go through and start collecting more moons and opening more secrets and worlds and stuff. Um, now, did, did Todd follow suit? Did Todd also bring his Switch? Yeah, but Todd's got really bad game ADD, so as I played Mario the whole trip, I kept looking over it and he was in between, like, eight different games. Nah, that sounds about right. So, I, on the flight there... To Colorado, I finished the main story and then started doing the extra stuff. And I won't spoil anything on this episode, even though we kind of spoiled it for. Oh, I kind of spoiled it for both of you. You walked in and I was playing it, but the end story cinematic. This I didn't. This guys, you don't you don't know, but the end story cinematic is like surprisingly amazing for a Mario game. For a game that's not really centered around a story, and granted the story is whatever, it's not anything special, but the end cinematic, for some reason, very, very well done. It's very, it's very good. Like, very enjoyable. Like, to the point where, on the plane, I, like, was smiling and probably chuckled a few times, because it was that good. It was very enjoyable. You know, like, Bowler in a Hot Club? That was sunshine. There was no Bowser in a Hot Club. That's too bad. But this was better. I like to imagine that when Marilyn was sitting on the plane, he was like in the middle seat and like chuckling. He's like, "That's <laughs> <laughs> that's not what happened." But I mean, I wish it was now. It's not what happened. I was in an aisle seat and Todd was next to me in the other side of the aisle. Uh, but it was very enjoyable. And then the things that you directly go to after that are just as equally amazing. To like. Dom and I, I was playing in that specific kingdom to show Dom some few things, mm-hmm. and 
when you encounter it for the first time in the game, it feels real good. It feels real good, Steve. It's real. But I won't I won't spoil that for people listening if you haven't got to that because for some reason I don't know how this is possible. None of this was spoiled to me in advance. I never saw an article like posted about it. I never saw any of the stuff blatantly there that these things existed in the game. So it was like a legitimate me experiencing it for the first time, and it was quite pleasurable. Quite the surprise. But I still have a I still have a ways to go. I'm at about I think four thirty power moons at this point, and I think there's like eight fifty five maybe in the game. I thought it was $9.99. So, uh, there is technically, but there isn't. So, I think you only need 120 to actually complete the story. Yeah. But then there's levels of get this amount, you get something else. It doesn't really tell you what it is. My guess is that there's, at least from the point I'm at, two more worlds that you unlock, I think, at 508-something. Um... <clears throat> But I think to allow you the ability to get to those worlds without, maybe you're not skilled enough or really don't care about finding more power moons, you can buy power moons at the shops in the worlds. Yeah. So they don't like actually go towards you unlocking power moons in the game, but they will increase that number. Okay. So theoretically, I could not. I could stop collecting power moons and just go get coins and just keep buying moons and then get enough. So the amount of moons in the game are like 850-something, but you could theoretically just buy moons to, to up, your... up it to whatever. I think 999 is how the highest it goes. But anyways, Mario is fantastic. I won't, I won't go into spoiler town, but it's... I'm working on an article right now that I'm trying to... If you ask me right now, personally, Game of the Year for me is Zelda, and it has been since March. But I'm trying to write an article that's basically how to make a case for Mario to be Game of the Year against Zelda. And Especially with Sonic Forces out in the next. Sonic and, it's, and it's close, but... Because this Mario game is fantastic. But I, I don't know, I just don't... The Zelda game does does too much. Does does too much. That's kind of untouchable. Kind of puts it in a realm. We'll save that. Like, uh... Untouchable was the movie with... Wait, the Untouchables. Untouchables. That was different. Oh, did you see the trailer, teaser trailer for Incredibles 2? I did. Oh, okay. That was not... I did. That was not a shit I earlier. I was like, ah, I'm tired. Yeah? Yep. Tired? I did. Mm-hmm. There wasn't very much. It, just, it was. It was a uh, teaser, just like, "Hey, the movie's coming out in 2018." Is the big Here's team Jack Jacks. Jack? I think yes, it's Jack, Jack Jack. I didn't watch it. What was the kid's name? Dash. Dash. Okay. Um, Dash Violet was the girl. You're trying to be Violet. Violet. Is it supposed to be in connected to the MCU or something? Did I read that somewhere? I, I mean, I believe you, you read it somewhere. It might have been like a bathroom. Like yeah. someone wrote it up on a stall. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it was like a legitimate source. Yeah. I mean, why? They could do it if they wanted to. They could if they wanted to. I don't think they're going to. But they could if they wanted to. I thought there was like a thing that existed that said that they existed in the same universe. I'm sure there's a thing that people said like, you yeah, know. Nick Fury was looking for a super suit. <laughs> <laughs> might got a chuckle out of that one. Yeah, well. I'm a very 
easy audience to please unless you're Brendan. In which case, it's like, it's, true. it's a struggle. Stop it. Get out of here. <laughs> this like, guy gets it. Like, this guy gets it. Get out of here with that. That's a callback to a really <laughs> dumb joke that is making Mike lose control right now. But anyways. Friends, my, of, friends of the show would know because they watch our stream. Our stream, yeah, that's true. But I planned, I planned on playing more games while I was away. But I got, just got like, engrossed in collecting Power Moons and Mario. It's that's it's why fun. You it and is Todd fun. are different. Todd was like, I gotta ch- I gotta bang out all these games right now. And just but like, the thing boom, is, boom. he's not. He's just making lateral moves. He's not banging anything out. He's like, all right, I got a power moon. All right, now let's go check out Stardew Valley. All right, I planted a tree. All right, let's go back to uh, this. So like, you're really, you're not really making any progress. He's doing stuff. He's the forecast. Oh, okay. Can you do this after? Can you, like, literally do this after? <laughs> We're doing it right now. No, because neither of you are fucking paying attention. I am paying attention. No, I've, you're not. I've contributed. No, stop it. Stop I it. I brought up the... I, I plugged the uh, stream. I mm-hmm. Cool. Brought up some... Uh, we plugged How Did This Get Made. Which, oh, great. That helps us a lot. Friends of the show. Yeah. Anyways. I, I wanted to play more, but I just got engrossed in that. Uh, and... Fucking hate both of you. I hate you so much. This is so stupid. This is so dumb. Oh okay. my god. Yes, you played some Stardew. What I, I did. didn't play any Stardew because oh, well, you, you weren't paying attention. We were I know you weren't paying attention. <laughs> Wasn't. Jesus Christ. Oh boy. Anyways, I could have played online because the plane had internet. Uh, I've. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't trust the internet. I've know. tried doing internet things on the plane before, and I was never happy with the results. Especially oh. something as game intensive as a. I don't know. I didn't try to, but I did connect my switch to the internet. Yeah. As well as my laptop. So, like, I was sitting there one time. I was like, "All right, time for me to watch this movie on Netflix." And nope. All right, let me at least look at my emails. Well, no. What plane were you on? Though? I was on JetBlue. I think. I was too. I don't know. It seemed to work fine it, for me. I mean. Because it's connected through Amazon. I mean, it also yeah, depends on how many people are... How many people are connected to the internet. That makes yeah. sense, too. And, like, yeah, so... Playing a game probably would have been a disaster. Yeah. But um, doing minimal things, like... I think I was able to do, like, Amazon Prime stuff because of their partnership. Yeah. But that's how they get you. It is how they get you. But Colorado was a good time. Um, I went to this... We went to this bar called The One Up. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, pretty phenomenal. They had a lot of... It was very similar to BitBar in what they had. It was all classic, like, actual arcade games. They had a few, like, silly, sillier games, like the 4v4 or whatever, the four-player Pac-Man, which is still kind of an okay thing, but, yeah. like, like Buck Hunter and stuff like that. Get, the, get out of here. Yeah. Get that shit out of here. But, um... No, it was a really cool place. It was underground, it was it was fun. It was a good time. I was like hoping I could find the answer out, but I I couldn't really. It was just bartenders working. They had a glass case in there that had like relic stuff, like power glove, like all this cool shit. And then on the bottom shelf, they had an NES with the Nintendo World Championship cartridge. If that was a real cartridge, that's worth like ten grand. And it was just sitting like right there. It belongs in a museum. It, it does. I mean, Not a lot of those exist, though. Museum. Not a lot of those exist anymore. But 
But yeah, I mean, I wanted but, to bang on some more games. I wanted to finish Mario Rabbids. I wanted to play some Stardew, but Mario took over took over my life. And yet, still not game of the year for him. Nope. Nope. Because it's not Zelda. Zelda did. We'll, we'll talk about this on our game of the year episode that we're planning. Yeah, not I'll phone it. I'll phone it. Yeah, yeah, great. It doesn't matter. Even if you're here you're on the fucking laptop. I'm. I mean, I'm contributing, so. I, I, I don't I, I don't even know what to say to this but anyways what we should talk about is uh mine yeah that mind trick VR because yeah, we have yet to actually talk about it on an episode oh yeah and today is that episode today is the day today is the day alright let's call title no we're not doing that so we've talked in length about VR before on the podcast where do we all stand just on VR as a thing at this point? Are you buying a PlayStation 4 with VR on Friday? I don't think there's a sale for one. There, there are sales for VR. I've seen sales for VR, but I didn't see one that came with the console. I think the no, peripheral I mean, you'd is... Have to, well, there's a sale for both. Like, yeah, a, I'm not going to spend that much money on it on one time. Uh, to answer your VR question, um, I believe it has promise... It's just difficult to... We're still in, like, the growing phases. Yeah. That awkward kind of, like, teenage years where you're not really sure what your body's doing and you're, you know... You, you wake know, like, up, your sheets are wet. You wake up, your sheets are wet. Uh, That's things, really immersive VR. You know, pants that used to fit don't fit anymore. And well, that's Arms are just donuts. shooting out of, like, weird places. You have more than one arm? <laughs> Maybe you had a different puberty than I did. <laughs> Also, we also said more than, than one arm. arm. <laughs> yeah, more than one arm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mike didn't. Mike didn't understand. You have two arms. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Making sure. Anyway, so continue with your VR. Well, now I'm just my train of thought. You guys have been counting arms for like ten minutes. Uh, so one day we'll get there, but we're still working on it. The problem is, you know. You gotta get people to try and use it now during like this weird phase. You can. You gotta know, use it before you lose it. You gotta use it before you lose it. It's true. That's how it works. So, nothing has sold you on diving into those waters yet. I, so if if my Xbox, the current Xbox I had now, was able to do a VR thing, like if it's just a, you know what, just pick up this accessory tap it in there and I'm not sure exactly what price I'd actually accept that for going back to the VR thing that uh, Dom was talking about I could pick up an, a PS4 for 200 and I think the PSVR thing I forget how much that costs I feel like that's actually more I think yeah I think it might be 300 at the least I think. at the least and I'm not even sure if the PSVR works with the standard does it work with the standard PlayStation you to get a PS4 you need Pro? a Pro okay so let's and, uh, and Xbox One X, I believe, theoretically, I don't know if it's, like, officially said, but it should be able to handle VR, mm-hmm. but there's currently no plans, or at least no revealed plans for VR. Yeah. Um, if Microsoft was smart, they wouldn't make their own VR. They would just make Xbox able to use uh, one of the other ones. But anyways, so you were saying. Uh, so, yeah, if... If one of my consoles that I already owned could just, like, use VR, 
I'd be interested in doing it. But right now, to use VR, it's... It's expensive. It's expensive to get into it. You saw it, said so it was going to die. What did you think? Uh, yeah, it's expensive to do it now. If I if I didn't already have things, that's that's kind of weird. But like, if I didn't already own, you know, my Xbox and my Switch and God knows what else, and was just getting into it for the first time, then like, yeah, all right, I'll spend all this money for a thing that could potentially do that and other things. But I don't feel like. But are there, so since we're on the PSVR side of things right now, are there even any games that are there for that that are making you want to buy it? Um. Because at this point, it just sounds like you like the idea. I like of the idea, it, but uh, you don't no, actually care to get it. There's no other than the price. There's no game that makes me say, "Oh, I definitely." You wouldn't want to play me. Batman. I play Batman a little bit. You wouldn't want to play. I guess the other ones don't really mean anything to you. Yeah, they don't. Um, but yeah, I I'd love to play this stuff. Like if I had it, I'd definitely like use it. Skyrim. Fallout. Just Skyrim just came out. Fallout is not out. It's, but they're coming out. Yeah, but is that enough to make you buy it? No. No, not him. There's no. There's no. Is it enough to make you buy it? No. I'm just saying that there is a customer that that the VR is for. Uh, there's no current but, uh, killer app for it. There's none. There is none. That's there's, what I'm trying to there's get. There's no to. current killer app. But but I'm if not... there was, would that be enough to get you? But would one game be enough to pull you in? If it's the um, right one, he's going to on... buy a PlayStation for seemingly zero reason. Yeah. So there would have to be a game for him to buy. Spider Man. That's next year. Would you buy? You're going to buy a PS4 just for Spider Man? I'm going to buy a PS4 because there are other games on there. Like I've been meeting. Like, I don't know if I can do backwards compatibility, but can I get the old Kingdom Hearts on... You can they buy the them. Re- remaster. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, I've heard such good things about The Last of Us that I want to play that. There there are games on there that are good, that are console exclusive. I was like, eh, you know what? But, okay. but, but see, but that's I, not... You've not, heard good things about Last of Us, but it's literally not a game that you would play. Yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But that's also saying that Mike would buy a PS4. He he, he is going to buy a PS4. No, that's for Spider-Man. I'm going to buy a PS4 and then we'll see what happens after that. Wait, so you're buying a PS4 on Friday? Yes. Yeah, that's my plan. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways, all right, well, we're off the VR topic. So what are your thoughts on VR before we get to Mind Trek? Because Mind Trek is a different beast in my opinion. But, it's a way different beast. But let's... I don't think that VR is going anywhere. You don't think it's going anywhere? No. Interesting. Do you agree with that? I don't agree with that. But I, I do want to hear your thoughts on why you think that. People have tried it before. I just don't see that it's going anywhere. I think we're getting... In the 90s? In the Aerosmith video? Yeah. Why is that the thing you went with? That's why I always thought VR was... When I was Besides Mindtrack, what have you experienced personally in VR? In current VR. Don't like make a stupid reference like the Rightful Boy or something. Why can't why can't I talk about the virtual boy? Because it's not that's outdated tech. That would be like yeah okay. But that would be like us talking about oh and how let's, did it let's do? make a case for video games and, and be how, like well let me talk about the Game Boy for a second. And how did it do? It did. It commercially failed. Yes, that's what I mean. They've tried it before and yeah. Th- I mean they're gonna continue to try it. VR VR is not going anywhere. I feel like there's a it's not an going argument anywhere to, like it's 
it's going like to, going to it's, keep trying, con- it's going to continue to stay a pillar of gaming, in my opinion. Yeah, I, it doesn't mean it's a game. It's a pillar. I don't think that, it's gonna be functional. I don't think it's, it has to necessarily be a pillar that we all invest in, but it's gonna continue to be there. Yeah, they've all of these companies have ex- put so much money into this, and the tech. The tech is still growing. The tech is still growing. The, the, the tech is there. It's just the stuff that we use to experience it and control it is very bulky and tethered. So, like... It's very bulky? Well, maybe not bulky, but it's, like, very cumbersome. The PSVR is literally, like, a headset with two Joy-Cons. But it's not... It's not, uh, wireless... There's was no it way it's wireless? wireless. I don't remember. I'd have to look at the picture I'm of actually, me using it. I am it. actually shocked if the PSVR is wireless, because none of the other ones are. Correct? I th- um, thought it was wireless for some reason. I don't f- yeah. The Oculus is definitely not no. wireless. And the one we played in the Microsoft Store, which was the Vive? Yeah. That one is like a million wires. Yeah, that's a lot. And cameras. So that, that one you literally have to like put up cameras in the room it's in yeah. to like fully track everything, which is... Like, like real cumbersome. VR. But it's real VR. Which is awesome. So, like, the tech exists. It's just the the, the physical tech that we have to deal we're with is still, ridiculous. We're still in the process of making things. Like, you know, yeah. you look at your modern-day smartphones, and, like, they're small, and they do a bunch of weird shit. But, like, back ten years ago, it was... Huh? It was a cinder block. It was a cinder... Back ten years ago? Not, not ten It years, was an iPhone. Not ten years ago. Yeah, it was. But, like... <laughs> It, tech grows over time. Tech changes. It gets yeah. smaller. It gets better. It gets more user friendly. And right now, so I, I would think that you know, it will get there over time. Yeah. And I agree with you. That's why I don't think VR is gonna is gonna stay. Motion controls were people thought were a fad and still eh, kind of like gimmicky. But I think they helped get us to the next step of VR, like. The Wii, yeah, you know, like, the, like, like all these consoles right now, you have to use a controller, you have to use your hands. It's a baby's toy. He just wanted to bring in that Back to the Future 2 reference. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was... But, like, the, the Wii mode, people might write off as gimmicky, but I think that helped pave the way for things like the Oculus's controller, like, what is it, the Touch? Is that what it's called? I don't know. The PlayStation dildo. PlayStation those dildo. are just, those are weird looking. Those need to go away. But I mean that's that that's, stuff. That's part of their VR. Well, yeah, I mean, and that stuff helped move better input controls yeah. into uh, VR. Move. PS yeah. Move is what it's called. But I think yeah. I think he used he, it. In a, he used it, and I wanted to bring up that it's actually called Move. <laughs> I think I think either the HTC or Oculus's controllers are called the Touch or something. You've got HTC the touch. touch is a thing. I just don't know if it's their VR. You've got the power. I don't know. But I, I, I think that we're still in that like like the virtual aspect of the tech is much more advanced, I think, than I'm saying a lot of licensed songs in this podcast. Yeah. 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 Is much more uh advanced, I think, than the tech that we have to interact with. Which I think will get better over time. But even then, like, price tag is so high. Like, the entry, the the cheapest way into, like, legit VR at this point is probably a PlayStation. 
Yes. But that's, that's assuming that you've already have a PlayStation. To ride the dragon. I'm lost to. I don't know. It was that episode of Salt Park. Oh, that one. Okay. <laughs> but Castle Dragon. Yeah, I don't know. Castle Dragon, Ride the Dragon. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't... I don't think VR is going to go anywhere in a ter- in terms of... I think it will continue to be a pillar of gaming. I think motion controls have just turned into being a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Nintendo continues to keep motion controls a thing outside of VR. But I think... I mean, the Xbox killed the Kinect. I don't think there are games that utilize the PlayStation Move without VR at this point. I, mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, but it's definitely not a thing the that's dance regular. Games. Dance yeah, games. they exist for that. Well, um, that means that the Kinect is probably also a thing, too. Because they're still making uh, just dance. Well, so the Kinect still exists. Microsoft just killed it. So nothing going forward will utilize that. I guess, besides, just, I guess yeah. besides just dance. So you'd have to go buy a Kinect for that. But Just Dance is a different kind of beast because they still make that game on the Wii because that's how well it sells. Like, the Wii. Not the, I mean, they make it on the Wii U too, but it still gets published on the Wii. That doesn't make any sense. There's that many people that fucking buy it. It's crazy. Well, you have to also understand that the Wii is one of the best-selling consoles of all time, specifically because it caters to so many non-gamers. I know, but it's a console that hasn't been produced in... I'm like trying to picture. I'm, I'm trying to picture the person right that's here. walking down, walking down the aisles of like Walmart. It's like, ooh, a new Just Dance for the Wii. Perfect. We'll like, think. We'll think. Where are your Wii games? We'll, we'll think about oh, it. Oh, we have Just Dance. Yeah. <laughs> think about it though. If you, I mean, if that's the type of gamer you are, where like you play that game or just that game in general, I mean, I can't. Im- so the, the I, I'm pretty sure the one that just came out 2018 is the final Wii game. Okay. No, but even then, like I. I feel like if you're the type of person that plays that game, you don't need to up. You no, don't, you don't need to upgrade. No, you, no, I mean like you don't need to upgrade the game. Like you just play that one that you have. Yeah, but you upgrade because you want the new songs and dances. No, I can't imagine that. I'm I'm sure Just Dance has DLC. I can't imagine the Wii version has a robust DLC program. Yeah, true. I don't know. I I I'm uh I'm flabbergasted. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a thing. Ooh, there's a song on Just Dance called Beep Beep, I'm a Sheep. People love, eat that shit up. Eat that sheep up. All right, play it up for us. So, I, I actually can't click on it because it's not a link. <laughs> it's like one of the only songs on the soundtrack that is not a link. It's a, it's a Wii it's, exclusive. It's just a person You know what else is on Just Dance 2018? Blue Dabba D. <laughs> people, people have been clamoring for that song for... What feels like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Hit the electric beat as made famous by Eiffel 65. That's what the song is called? Hit the electric beat? No. no. Oh. Hit the electric beat is the cover version yeah. as made famous by Eiffel 65. They're the cover band doing... Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, I don't know. Why are we talking about Just Dance? Anyway. Uh, because there's some jams on it. I mean, there's... There are some jams on it. You want so you're telling me you want to get it because you want to get up and dance. I still have my. We can, we can dance to itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. I mean, Just Dance has some jams. They have fucking in I one of the in one of the versions they have. This is Halloween. This I didn't know Halloween. John that Lady Gaga had a song called John Wayne. I didn't either. It yeah. might be on her new. I think it's on her country album, her new album. I've ordered. 
Anyway, to get back. Jolene? Is that the name of the album? Jolene. That's a song. Jolene. Yeah, it is a song. I think it's the name of the album, too. It might be. Mike, you're a fake fucking no, Gaga no, fan. No, it's whatever her aunt's name is. It's not Jolene. It's something else. I haven't listened nice. to anything. Jolene's this... a Dolly Parton song. It, it is. is. Slash Miley Cyrus song. She, she did cover Dolly Parton. All right, anyway. To get back to yes, what I was. bring us back. Well, it's going to skip over some parts. If homemade Joanne, that's the new album. That's Wait, right. there's a Psy song on it that's not that Psy song. Oh, new face. Play it. Mike, make your goddamn point. Ignore him. I don't know if I can play it because we're on the podcast. Yes, please do not play it. Yeah, he's make the, make the point you're trying to make. If home VR was as yeah, good as VR tech, uh, we, li- we literally can't both mind track. Do that. Mind track VR, then we would be in business. What's Psy gonna do? Yeah. Mike, can you please repeat your point? Because everyone is Sorry. fucking annoying. <laughs> really concerned about size suing us over here. It's very important to talk about that. Um, if home VR was as good as mind drive VR, then we would be in business. So, well, then let's pivot to mind track VR. It's that good? It is that good. It's also not functional in a home environment though yeah it probably isn't there's a lot of sound involved so when we talk about the future of vr in general is the future of vr a mind trek like experience and not a home experience is that the future of vr probably because i don't think vr is going to disappear i just think it has to evolve in some way obviously if there's dedicated arenas for this type of stuff i mean with the way that Mind Trek VR works, that opens the door for like four v four like competitive shooters. You know what I mean? Like I think it could get to that level with the, the way that tech operates. Well, you know that if that something's made it big, if there's porn for it, and there are VR porns, so that is true. I'm I'm sure that there's porn for a lot of things that haven't made it big because if you understand how the internet works, like what is it? Rule thirty four. Yeah, there's porn of everything. That's true. Um, if there's, if there's, if it exists, there's porn of it. Uh, speaking of VR porn, though, and uh, also hit up another important staple of this podcast. Are you are you talking about the arms porn that I saw this morning? No. <laughs> there, there is arms VR porn. Okay, I'll look up. At the, okay, I'll look that up. I was gonna say there's VR uh, Overwatch porn, but now I gotta look up this thing. Okay, I just want to make it very clear that. Anyone in the world can listen to you two talking about this right now. So just letting you know. Okay, All right, just making sure. All right. <laughs> if you know me, then this is not like a shock to you. Uh, anyways, so nobody's getting two minutes into the podcast. Never mind, forty oh minutes into the podcast. It's true. It was a weird opening two minutes. Again, you you'd be surprised. And the actresses that that gave us the Overwatch <laughs> VR. And the arms VR porns, I'm sure, are not listening to them. I'm going to tweet this out. And if they are, then... Hey, you know, hit us up. Find them in DMs. I'm going to tweet this out now to them. I'm going to tag them in it. Okay. I'm not even sure I'm going to type this in. You were saying... I I don't know what I was saying. Because you're talking with porn, and now you're looking up porn. I literally don't know what we're talking about anymore. We were still talking Um, about VR. Yeah, I I didn't bring up porn. I just was talking about VR. That's true. Dom, just made, Dom was just making a point, and then it just turned into a porn discussion. No, Dom did say... Um, he said VR's big because there's porn. porn of it, yeah. So he did bring up porn. Yeah, but he no, wasn't trying to, like... He wasn't trying to, like, get into porn, like, oh, porn okay. notes. He was just talking about porn. 
Okay, so he was using my, again. Don, him, Don was basically like trying to like, all right, let me like make a box art for a VR thing, and then there's like a little circle with like a metal, and it says like, you know, featured featured in porn or something. <laughs> so Don just trying to like give us like the box accolades, like, oh, IGN Game of the Year. Uh, you know, can you imagine <laughs> if there was like a Mind Trek VR setup, but it was like porn? I don't want to imagine this. I got Mike thinking about it. <laughs> Mike's in sweatpants. Be careful what you bring up. <laughs> He's got his sweatshirt over his Johnson, so. I'm just... There's a lot of things I need to process. First of all, not only did I Dom bring up the point first, he also up. brought up the arms perm before I even got to make my point. So he, he yeah, made you, a... He but mentioned you, interge- you interjected with both your, I, love, I love that with. Mike's really trying to, like... Push the porn thing on you, like let me just get this clear out there, guys. Dom's the porn guy here. I'm just also commenting on the porn. You interjected. You're trying to bring up the overall. Like, don't get me wrong. I just thought you I'm were gonna, going to talk will, about the arms. I am willing to say, like, oh yeah, I'm having this discussion, but it wasn't my choice to ha- start up the conversation. That was my choice. I'm trying to like as fast as I can get us off of this topic. But no, we're all, all right. Well, then start doing it. Start uh, making a point. You're literally Googling porn right now, As long as I don't play it, we're in the clear. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so to bring it back to Mind Drag, is that, like, from the things that we have experienced on the VR front? Wait, are we not going to talk about my Mind Drag VR? I mean, if you want to, like, give us details, I I, I haven't worked them out yet. Alright, you mull that over. Yeah, when you you said that, I was, like, trying to put together, I'm like, it... It would be very weird because I don't I don't know what the mechanics of everything well, is. It is it besides like what you're seeing? What's going on to your body? I don't know. Well, it's VR. It's VR. So it, I mean, it, nothing's happened to you. Maybe. Well, no, no, no. What I'm what I mean is Maybe. Dom's going for that 4D. Okay, let's. <laughs> I feel terrible because Mind Trek VR was actually like a great experience. I really want to say like how much fun it was. Right, but, we'll the same, this but at the same that. time, I have to now bring up the fact like when we were playing Mind Trick VR, you know, we were holding our, our guns and you know, you get to hold the gun. And guns you, is not a euphemism. It's, it's not a euphemism. You were, you know, we were playing the one where you have to shoot zombies. I'm just confused because Mike wants to talk about how great Mind Trick was, wants to table that for a second, but he's still talking about Mind Trick. So where's this going? I'm saying there was... With the with the guns in your hand, yeah. you had that haptic Again, feedback. Again, not a euphemism. Yeah, not a euphemism. You had that haptic feedback okay. when you're shooting when you're shooting the zombies and blah blah okay. blah blah. How would you get that haptic feedback if you're doing a pornographic version of this? That's I, my I don't question. Know. Dom hasn't given us the details. I don't know. I'll have to work it out. I'll save it for a later podcast. Okay. I'll do an article. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everyone. I really do. Um, okay. So, I, I guess I, I, I kind of have a follow-up question. Now, I, I do want to know yeah, more. Yeah. I do want to know more about this. Is it going to function as like an air quote experience, yeah. or as a video game? Like, are you just experiencing this thing in VR, I, or are I, you trying to achieve some point structure? I have to work out the, I have to work out the kinks. <laughs> That's some wordplay. So let's all right. Let's let's, br- let's bring it back to triple encounter. <laughs> Don't even ask me how. Let's bring it back to my trick. First of all, the tech itself. Pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of... A lot of, uh... 
computer program has to be thrown into, you know, getting things to work. I mean, on the back end and one literally on your back end. Like, there's, like, all the stuff that's above you, behind you, it's around not, you. It's not on your butt. It's not on your butt, it's but on your back. Uh, and then this literal computer that is on your back. It's an Alienware, a modified Alienware PC on your back. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I, I talked to them the other day, and they upgraded the visors now. The visors now have that defogger. Ooh. So when we played, uh, they weren't open yet to the public, I don't think. Or they just they had just opened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just zombie survival. Now there's three games. Engineering's yeah, there, it's... and Singularity are all there. Um, with some more stuff on the way. But when we played our closed session, there was a Game Master. Is that what they called them? The girl that was like talking to us the whole time? I think it was Game Master. I think so. And then they had a runner. Mm-hmm. So in between rounds, that guy would come out if we needed him to and like wipe our fog. Yeah. But now... Again, not a euphemism. Yeah. They wipe the fog off our goggles, but now they have... Still not a euphemism. Let's let's just let's go on record here. From this point forward, we won't be talking about pornography or graphic sex yeah, acts, no. at least in regards to this particular topic. I don't know what's going to happen after. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he would come out, wipe your goggles off, but they have new propri- proprietary goggles that have something built into them to continually defog them, so you won't be fogging up at all. That was probably the only downside, I think, to the experience was that. Was like, that was the only, like, thing that I experienced that in any way brought my mind back to the fact that I was playing a video game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where everything else that happened outside of that, like, the the one-to-one, like, perfect, like, everywhere I'm moving, looking, aiming my gun, pulling the trigger, everything is, like happening as it happens which is I think part of what pulls you into the experience so far like if there was a lag in between like me turning or me shooting then I'd be like alright like then I would know I'm playing a video game but without any of those interruptions it like really felt like it was very hard like the, the, the best example I can think of is well, two things, I guess. Going up the elevators. Mm-hmm. Every time I use the elevator in the game... So, to, to paint the picture for you, basically, the, the space for Mindtrek VR is what is essentially a warehouse. And they have it rigged with these grids above you that have cameras and sensors. And then there's all this other stuff in the you know back of the, back of the house that's powering things. And you are really only, like, in a small space. But because of the nature of the game, they transport, like, they transform that small space into a much larger playing field. Um, Where we're just on one level of this warehouse, but in the game, there were elevators, two elevators you could operate to go up onto scaffolding to, like, shoot zombies and stuff. And because the experience is so, like, fluid, I don't know if either of you felt this, but when I rode the elevator up and down, I felt like I was going up and down, and it was, like, very hard for my body and brain to not, like, feel the, like, flow of, like, moving. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's weird. And like when I would like go up top and like peek over, I like legitimately was like, fuck, like I don't want to fall off this thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the, and I'm just standing on the ground. I think the looking over the scaffolding part was the... What did it for you? Yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah, it, it, I've, I've never experienced that in a game. The only other time I had like a whoa experience in any VR that I've ever done was, I don't even know what the game was we were playing, but it was one year at PAX. We sat down and played that spaceship game mm-hmm. where it was like, I think, four and four dogfights. Yeah. And... I had an aha moment, like, wow, this is amazing, when I put everything on, was sitting down, ready to go, and I, like, looked down and, like, saw a person, like, on, like, holding, like, controls, and that, like, blew my fucking mind. And then, like, I turned around, and it was, like, the back of the ship, there was, like, a guy, like, sweeping or something, I don't know. (laughs) The guy's like, what are you looking at me for? Yeah. Those guys out there, shoot them. Um, That was, like, the only other time in a VR experience that I was like, whoa, this is cool. But going back to that, I probably would never feel that again because that was just like a first time experiencing it. Wow, this is cool. If every time I played that game, I looked down and saw my crotch, I'd be like, <laughs> it's a crotch. It's funny. Brian does lo- love a good crotch. But this Mind Trek experience, I think, would give me those same thrills each time because it's, it's A, that fluid and B, like, everything that you are trying to accomplish in the game, in some regard, you're, you're doing that physically. So you are walking around, you are crouching, you are pulling a trigger. I mainly reloaded by pumping the gun. Mm-hmm. And after 30 minutes of pumping the gun to reload, uh, it, was, it was, like, not, not, like, tiring, like, uncomfortable, but, like... It fucking... It got... You had, like, a good feeling after pumping your gun for 30 minutes. Yeah. You had a... I... Full 30 minutes. Yep. Yes. Again, Mike's more of a 58-second guy. Yeah. And uh, I'm a 52-minute guy, apparently. But... Yeah, I mean, it, it was a great experience. What was... Were there other moments that made you, f- like, forget that you were not actually in this, like, alleyway shooting zombies? I think I walked into Mike at one point. He did it on purpose. Probably. No, I, like, actually, I think I walked into Mike. Well, you would have to. If you see me in the game, yeah. you see me in real life. Yeah. There was one other no, time... No, I, I think I was backing up shooting at, yeah. at zombies and, like, walked backwards into Well, Mike. the second round, I felt like shit hit the fucking fan at the end. Like, all of the fucking barricades broke. Yeah. I don't know what anyone was doing. Um, Todd was off... Trying to find guns in a different house. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow Todd like broke the, the boundaries we of the game. We all die and we can see Todd like looking at like the floor plans, like holding up a torch. It's like, mm. Somehow Todd broke the barriers. We just turned around and <laughs> Yeah, <he's> sleeping. <laughs> oh man. But there was one other time, so when the barricades were all breaking towards the end of the second round, and like I turned around and there was like literally a giant zombie in my fucking face. I like screamed like a little baby boy. Oh, the fat bastard zombie? Yeah, those bastard. things. They scared the shit out of me. They like, just tear the bear. Yeah. And it was like literally in my face. And it's like you turn around and it's like I, because everything feels like it's all actually happening, it felt like there was something in my fucking face and it freaked me the fuck out. And you cried. I cried. In the, I was in the corner. You could see my avatar like. Meh. 
And then Todd was, Todd was laying next to me snoring. No, no, the peeing was is in game. Mm. You can press uh, you can uh, there's like a button bottom on the bo- button on the bottom of the barrel. You can press that. That's all, folks. Oh man, but it was a good time. Imaginarium looks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Imaginarium. <laughs> Engineerium. Engineerium. I feel like that's still not right, but. Oh, know. Elysium. No, it's Elysium. it's Engineerium. Elysium. In, in singularity, it's not Elysium. Uh, uh, I do. Uh, we do. Imaginarium. Doctor pronounces. Yeah. Yeah. That's we, why I said Imaginarium yeah. interview. We do need to go back and try out the other few yeah, games. Yeah. Um, Something that's not as stressful as zombies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do want to go back and play that because I want to hone my skills because... So the other thing that they do there, which I think is really smart, is out in the lobby, they have a TV that's streaming the live gameplay so you can see what everyone's doing. And then there's another set of TVs that has, like, the all-time scores, the current scores, the scores of the people playing right now. So it, like, gives you a little motivation to, like, outplay everybody. Do better. Yeah. Do better. But I I would highly recommend it. I mean, I think it's the best VR experience I've ever had. I think that right there, for things that people can play and go experience, I think that is the current benchmark for virtual reality. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I've played so many different types of virtual reality, so many different, you know, from Oculus to the Vive to the VR, PSVR to, you know, other indie things that are just using those things and creating their own experiences around it um I think the other thing that sets this aside from everything else aside from the fact that it is literally you know a fucking warehouse dedicated to this is the games are being developed for this whereas a lot of these other things it's like tacked on after the fact like oh like a lot of PSVR enabled games some of them are just regular games but then there's like a tacked on VR thing mm-hmm. which is like meh whatever you know what I mean like cool you're making something for the people that have a VR headset but is it like is it is it, is it anything to get me to buy a VR no it's not um, so it's but again at the other, at the other hand of it is I don't think VR itself is in the space where AAA developers are going to look at their development plan for the next few years and say, you know what, we're going to make a VR game exclusively for PSVR that is only a VR game, and hopefully we can make money. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of time and money to invest into something that doesn't have a high install base. So... It's it's a weird space for VR to be in because there's a lot of what ifs and there's a lot of you know mixed signals from from consumers. There's a lot of options out there and it's expensive. So I I can't I can't imagine a world where AAA developers yet in the next couple of years are going to be making you know exclusive VR experiences that don't have a non-VR aspect included on that disc. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's a little bit different in the Skyrim VR scenario, which that just launched this week, because that game has existed and has been out for years now. So they have just 
spent the time and energy and money into taking that game and making it a VR game. Yeah. That's a little bit different. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think the true future of VR at this point, I would I would point it in the direction of things like Mindtrek. I can see that. Not necessarily a home experience. Yeah, I think it's too... Until they develop tech that is, like, very portable, very easy to use, can be used in a space that is small. Because the other thing you have to look at, too, is, like, you can't have that mind trick experience in your living room. You know what I mean? Like without thousands and thousands of dollars worth of tech. Well, that and or the space. Like, I think the space is probably the biggest hindrance is that, like, this is an okay-sized living room, and we could probably do some minimal VR, like... Yeah. But if you are in a small apartment and are trying to, like, play a game where you have to physically move around, you lose that aspect. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing that things like Mindtrek can have that at-home things can't. Yeah... yeah. Here's a question. Yes, this is a question. Okay. Do you remember? Um, remember at PAX there, there was the hamster ball. The hamster ball. Thing. Yeah. How much is that going to cost? You I know don't know. I mean? But uh, I, I guess even before that, Mike. There's, there's treadmills the, too. Was there? Was the experience in there any good? I guess was the well, my first question. Even before I consider, like, could you actually condense that so you could at least do a single player sort of. Uh, VR experience in your home, like you know, I can walk around and blah, 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 yeah. have to worry about walking and things. But like, was the experience any good to begin with? I I think it was just like they made like prototype games that controlled with that, so you could like experience it and see how it felt. Mm -hmm. There was probably input lag, which Mindtrack does not have, and I think that's a big part of really experiencing being in that virtual world. I mean, I feel like the tech with Mindtrek is at the point where if they wanted to make like a 4v4, 3v3 shooter in that arena, in that space with that tech, because of the no lag, because of the way the tech operates, that could become an eSport. Like there could be a competitive component to that because the tech doesn't like... There's no little nuances that would disrupt it being competitive. Does that make sense? Uh, I think so. Like, I put it in terms of like a game like Overwatch, where it's balanced. Mm -hmm. Like, because the experience is, like, you, because the experience can't like malfunction, or I'm sure it could, but because it doesn't for the most part, the game isn't broken. Air quotes. Mm -hmm. So like, there wouldn't be that smash. Uh, brawl. There wouldn't be that slipping that could randomly occur. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think that opens the door for stuff like that, where they could make a first-person shooter game that is, you know, catered to a competitive player's tastes. Where right now, VR probably still falls in that, like, yeah, it's gimmicky, yeah, it's like, for casual people, yeah, it's for this, that. Well, Mindtrek, okay, bring your best three, we'll bring our best three, you know, we're playing virtual paintball. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I think there's... I think there's ways to do it. Um, and that's exciting. I think that's like a... 
playing something like Mind Trek VR excites me for the future of what VR can can continue to become. Whereas things like the Oculus and HTC Vive and PSVR are cool and have cool things and have features that are awesome, they don't really excite me. I'm not like dying to go give any of that a shot. Mm. But as far as like the hamster ball type thing or the treadmill, I guess you could try to, you know, replicate the mind trick experience by using that stuff at your house. But then you need space for a fucking giant hamster ball and the money. Oh, I didn't... We'll make the hamster ball smaller too. Yeah, but you still have to fit a person in there. So now they're going to be custom made to you? So Dom's would have to be fucking huge. Oh, Dom will never be able to play VR ever again. No, he's he's yeah, outside of our target. Yeah, what? <laughs> uh, I don't know, I just came back in. Oh, yeah. But oh, I, Dom, welcome back. I guess closing thoughts on Mindtrek in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, those were mine, basically, is that I, I think that that is yeah. the broader scope future of VR is dedicated virtual reality arenas that can do these things that you really can't do at home. I think that's the true future of VR. I think we'll, you'll see more things like that in less at-home experiences. I have to read Ready Player One. Yeah, me too. I had that book sitting on my shelf for better part of a couple of years now, and mm-hmm. movie's coming out soon. It is. But that deals with VR, that's why I was... Anyways, um, worth going to, to, to check out. Yeah. Um, I would, I mean, absolutely worth, especially if you're, like, if you're a Call of Duty person or if you're into, like, shooting games, the zombie thing is, like, perfect for you. Yeah. It's, point. it's it is bringing Call of Duty zombies to life, essentially. Yeah. Next uh, company outing I gotta go to, I'm gonna say, let's do this instead. You should do it. I'm not gonna fun. go to the fucking go-kart place again. What's yeah, the go-kart place? sucks at the go-karts. Uh, the one you up in... F1? Yeah, but is that the one that's in... uh well, No. The one that's up in... Oh, I've been to F1. No, the one that's... Not Worcester. I mean, I'm not Worcester. What's it's so Worcester? Short. It's so no, short. There's another... There's Worcester? A pl- there's a place that's near uh, Shriners Auditorium. Woburn. Not right. not Woburn's the city above it, I believe. Shriners Auditorium. Wilmington. Wilmington, I think it's in Wilmington. Yeah, it's near Shriners Auditorium. Yeah, there is a new one that opened up. F one's okay. Not really related to VR. Nope, nothing to do. No, with VR. what I was saying is that we did that last time. I said this time we should go. He's saying that my track is better than F one. Yeah. Not related, but. I mean, that's saying something. This is getting shoot. This is just gonna bring our shooting games versus sports games back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying they're categorically two different things. You can't compare them. I actually forget how that conversation went because I think I stopped listening. I don't know. To you guys. We're talking about something dumb. We're talking about like Mario Kart versus Forza or something. Yeah, it was weird. Or Splatoon versus Call of Duty or something. I don't yeah. know. Uh, it's not important. It's not. We just need to remember that I was correct. Dom was. No. It's also remember that Brendan said <laughs> no, that he did. I was correct, and I tried to tell you that we were saying the same thing the whole time. No, you, you weren't listening. There was a there was, the way we were trying to the way we were trying to both describe our point. We were we were talking about the same thing, but the way we got to the point was different. So I remember Brendan said that he didn't say the word ashes before, and he definitely <laughs> definitely said ashes. I didn't. I'm gonna play the podcast back okay. when this is over, but I definitely didn't. All right, you definitely. Did.
Um, but yeah, MindTrick VR, it's in Woburn. It's open now to the public. Uh, you can, I believe the website's MindTrekVR.com. You can check out the website to get some more info on them. It's also open in uh, Marlboro, I believe. Yes, they are. Um, they are open? I don't know if it's open. But it's the it's the biggest thing of its kind in the U.S. currently, and they're going to plan to open more. I think one in New Jersey, and I'm sure more major cities will come to follow after that. Um, but super impressive tech. Comes out of Australia. That's uh, not too many dollar reduce. Not Blinding. too many dollar reduce. But the, the stuff that they're trying to do there is is world-class VR, in my opinion. And it is. It's world-class. That's They have people from Australia helping. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think it's an Australian-based company, so I think it's from Australia. And now it's in the U.S. The that's the world, huh? The programming is yeah. But I think that's so. The company Zero Latency, I think, is an Australian company. They're the ones that have created yes. all the technology. Right. Um, they didn't build it in Australia, though. Is I believe what he said. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, I could have sworn that he said they were. Whatever. Yeah. It's, not yeah, it's, it's not important. Um, but you can but check the games are being produced in Australia. Yes, uh, and again, that's the thing I think that separates it is that they're making games specifically for this technology, as opposed to, you know, other VR experiences that are after the fact. Little side projects, kind like of. little hobbies for them. Kind yeah, of. it's like going to a three D movie when it wasn't actually built for three D. Yeah, exactly. So this, these are these are experiences that are tailor made. Let's go. Yeah. These are things that are tailor made for this experience, and it really shows. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. And so the, huh? <laughs> what? It's true. What is it? Is it? Hmm? What? Huh? Hmm. What? You haven't seen Thor. Thor? Yes, I have. I think we saw it together. I saw it with you guys. Oh, I was looking at the pops earlier, and I was like, oh, you still haven't seen that yet, have you? And you're like, no. I blacked out? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did see Thor with you guys. What was the movie that we saw without him? Spider-Man? We did Spider-Man. Spider-Man? We did uh, see Spider-Man. Yeah, complicated, but then I didn't I see it again anyway? I, I saw Spider-Man. You saw it eventually. Um, but yeah, it's... I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Um, you can follow them on social media at MindTrekVR, Twitter, and, and Instagram to get more info. But check them out. It's a good time. Good people that are there running the show. And yeah, it's pretty much my thoughts on VR. That's how I feel about it. But don't just take my word for it. It's reading rainbow. Yeah, I don't think you can use that because PBS owns that. Nice job, that Mike. The, I think that was one of the things that got him into <laughs> trouble on his on his, <laughs> on his new podcast. <laughs> oh, God, you asshole! You silly goose. Um, but yeah, uh, you can look forward to some more guests coming up on the show. Can't really say who yet, but I hope it's Todd. We do have some guests lined up for the end of the year. Uh, a couple of the episodes for the rest of the year are going to be a little there's going to be some guests and there's going to be a few other things I can invite twice. we got our we got our game of the year episode coming up on the horizon take a look and uh you're, you're, you can't do that you can't do that <laughs> what are you doing we cannot do that it's the same thing with the podcast so you can't do that you can't do it but anyways as always you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com 
on Instagram at pass Stop, please stop. Stop. On Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller. I'm going to fucking punch you. And on Twitter at pass controller. You can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pass controller. Uh, and you can find me at bgroom. This guy at underscore Michael Path and Dom doesn't care. Take a look. I hate you so much. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode, episode 59.